Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Kamal Colbrand, a.k.a. Mr. Colbrand, a.k.a. your host for THSH Radio, where we think kindly, we stay humble. Man, this next one is a real treat. I had the honor of uh, doing a um, speech, uh, uh, sermon, whatever you may want to call it, <laughs> um, at uh, Pastor Harris's church, uh, one accord. And uh, it's a real treat, man. My 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 speech was on leadership and um, what it takes to become a good leader, and how you can uh, withstand the trials and ups and downs, the peaks and the valleys of becoming a leader. Not being emotional about it, but being intelligent and learning to adapt to change. So it's a real good one, man. I hope y'all enjoy it. I appreciate y'all for listening. I know I ain't been on in a minute, but that's gonna change. But without further ado, here is the segment. Can y'all hear me good? Can y'all hear me? Okay. How y'all doing today? My name is Kamal Cobran. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit about uh, leadership today. Uh, first, giving all honor to God, who's the head of my life. Um, giving honor to my wife, my kids. Um, okay. Giving honor to my wife, my kids. My mother, my father, my in-laws as well. Um, friends and family, love-related and blood-related. I thank God for all of them. And um, I'm very grateful and humbly thankful for all of them as well. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Uh, my, uh, I want to say sermon, I guess you want to say, uh, is coming from Philippians 2 through 4, uh, chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Let me know whenever you get it. Say amen. Give it a little bit more time. I really appreciate y'all allowing me to speak today as well. I've been uh I've been uh studying this for some time now. Work with me. I wanna actually pray too before I actually uh get started. Alright, uh Philippians two uh, verse 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above their, yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. I want to go ahead and pray. God, I thank you for waking me up this morning, putting clothes on my back, food on my table, air in my lungs, and roof over my head. I thank you for all and everything that you do for me and my family. Lord, I just ask that you use me as a vessel to, to relay a message, inspire, empower, and also ins- uh, 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 guide and direct Amen. Uh, the people and also the leadership of this church yes, and guide her in any ways that you see fit to fulfill her purpose, ambitions, thank and um, all her interests that's uh, positive that goes towards the church. Lord, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be able to speak today. Being um being uh, able to be able to stand before this church and be able to give a great message, and I ask that you just speak through me, Lord. Even if I forget something, I ask that you cover it in the name of Jesus yes. and keep walking through me and speak through me and know that I'm just not I'm not uh, uh, here for me, but I'm here for you and do all and everything that I do for you. In Jesus' name, I love you and I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Now. First, I want to say there is a difference between being a leader and being the leader. 
A lot of people don't know the difference. And um, I want to be able to clarify that first by giving an example of being a leader and being the leader. I had a situation, well not a situation, it was a, uh, I guess you want to say situation the other day. I'm a uh, truck driver. So uh, I came home the other day and um, I was kind of hungry. And I was asking my wife, did she make anything to eat? And she told me no because she was waiting on me to come home to decide if she wanted to go out to eat or if uh, or if we wanted to go out to eat or if I was just eating. But in a sense, I was just focused on me. I wasn't focused on everybody else eating. So in that sense, I was a leader and she was the leader. And we got to a little... Uh, I ain't gonna say a disagreement, but we got into a little conversation, a little debate, and I had to go back and apologize because God revealed uh, uh, before me that um, my my situation was more selfishness than hers because she was worrying about everybody eating, and I was only worrying about me eating. So there, I was a leader worrying about my selfish purpose, and she was the leader worrying about everybody else's purpose. So that's, I believe, and the example that I can share to you is the difference between a leader and the leader. A leader is just focused on what you want to do. The leader provides for everyone else that's here. And that's what uh, basically your leadership of the pastor of this church is doing. She provides and, 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 and directs and gives guidance to everyone within the church. And everyone in the church is also a leader. The, everybody has their own position within the church that they have to understand, whether if you're the usher, whether if you're a, a trustee, whether if you're the uh, pastor, deacon, deaconess, everyone has a role to play that makes them a leader. But the leader is responsible and covers everything over the church, which is your pastor. And so I want to go over a couple of steps that make you a great Leader, meaning the leader. Amen. Leadership is not used to serve you, but to serve other people. And a lot of people use your leader, their leadership for their own gain and own selfish gain, meaning they use their leadership to imprison people. But leadership is not to imprison people, but to inspire people. So if you use your leadership and say, oh, well, the pastor had a great message today. That pastor to have a good enough message to say, oh, I want to go up there and I want to say something. It shouldn't be to the point that of um, his or her own selfish gain to make them feel more big-headed and be more vain like uh, Philippians um, chapter uh, 2, verse 3 that I just read. You have to use it to your advantage to be able to spread love, spread inspiration, spread guidance to other people that want to know and want to become leaders and step up in that um in that position you have to be able to stand your ground in these type of positions that you be able to um be in a leadership position and understand these type of things that's that's going to come with it right so I, I i gave i got three keys a leadership that um that i want to give that a lot of people might not look to and might not understand or even might not even know right uh first you have to be intelligent to be a leader Second, you have to be in control of your own emotions. And three, you have to know how to adapt to change. Right? First one, being a leader. I mean, uh, being intelligent, I'm sorry. Being wise about every decision that you make and even the people around you. 
You have to be wise about everything that's going around you because people look to you for their wisdom. Because they might not know anything. You need to use your microphone. No, ma'am, I'm okay. They might not know anything. So they might lead to you for your understanding. And you have to lead to the word of God. Amen. So they, you can't give them anything that you don't have. And a lot of people do that. I don't believe in, and I'm sorry if whoever might not agree with me, I don't believe in giving my last. I can't. Because if I give you my last, I have nothing to stand on. So that means when you need something, I can't give you anything. If that makes sense. Put in the right people around you that can make wise decisions in your absence. A lot of times we can't, well, we can't be everywhere at the same time. We're not God. We can't, we're not omnipresent. We cannot be every single place at the right time, at, at the same time. So when, you have, when you're a leader, you have to put certain people in your position and by you to be able to, with, uh, to, uh, to, to handle certain situations in your absence. Because when you're a leader, you, you have the, the, the responsibility of a church, of a company, of a business, of, of even your family. If you're the head of your household, and a lot of times us as men, we have 30 different jobs, but our main job is our family. So if you're a pastor, your main job is your church. So you have to learn how to balance that. That's one of the things I want to talk about too is managing your time. You have to know how to balance that as a leader because people look to you in certain situations when they go through the same thing. A lot of people don't learn from verbal. They learn from sight. So I need to see what you're doing so I can help. So that can help me make better decisions on what I need to do when it's my turn. Especially when, when, like I said, when you're a father, if your son is looking to you and he has a question, most of the time he might not ask. He might just use visual and say, okay, I seen dad doing this, or I seen mom doing this. So I might be too embarrassed to ask, or I might be too uh, uh, bashful to ask, and I need to know what my answer is. What can I do to make my situation better? And even with me asking, I might not even know how to interpret what I'm asking. So hopefully they can show me and I don't have to ask and I can go ahead and interact and, and, and um, I mean, uh, and, 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 and use what they're doing and be able to and, and be able to do exactly what they did. Again, like I said, managing time, managing your money, to know that um, first of all, paying tithes, making sure you're giving your portion to God, and making sure you're giving your portion to um, to, to 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 give back to others. Not just all, not just always giving tithes, but also washing feet. In the Bible, Jesus washed feet. He was the best leader of all, and he still took the time out to wash feet. People wash his feet too, but he still took the time out to wash feet. feet. And I don't think people understand how important that is. You have to give back. No matter what your uh, position is, you can be the president. You have to give back. And when you give back, it's not with the intent on receiving something back. Because whenever you uh, intend on receiving something back, that causes entitlement, which causes frustration. That was one of the biggest things I learned too as being a husband and being a father. A lot of times we make sacrifices, we do things, and we like we 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 have the 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 the, the mindset of I did this for you, I paid the bills, I paid the rent, I got a roof over your house, I deserve something. That is the wrong mindset to have. You do this because it's one, it's your responsibility, and two, you do this because you want to see people survive you want to see people succeed in their position you have to learn how to help because if you don't know how to help you can't expect to see help 
That's what you have to do. You have to learn how to help. And you can't be selfish about it. You can't expect anything back. Learn how to help. Learn to give without having to, uh, to, to, to uh, um, re- wanting to receive anything back. Also, if you don't know something, if you don't know something, look it up. Like I said, this is uh, in- in- intelligence. You got to have to be a leader. If you don't know something, look it up. Because, like I said, people can't ask you a question and you don't know the answer. Go ahead. And if you're just giving them what you think and that was in the answer or in the Bible or in the dictionary or where they can get a, a good source from, then you're giving them the wrong information. And you don't know what this situation is that they're coming to you for your information. So make sure whenever you give uh, somebody information, it's credible and they can go back and they can read it and see what, exactly what it is. So the second key I want to get to you, right? Uh, be in control of your own emotions. Don't make decisions that best fit you or your family, uh, business, church, without leaving, uh, with it leaving, like, uh, uh, don't make decisions um, with your company, business, family, church, um, with your heart on your sleeve. Meaning, um, if there's a situation where you have to decide um, uh, between your family or your job, don't be emotional about that. And a lot of people say, well, no, I'm gonna choose my heart over everything, I'm gonna leave my heart, no. Your heart will lead you astray. As a leader, you have to learn how to not be emotional about a lot of things. Because people uh, use your emotions to turn it around and use it against you. So with being a leader, you have to learn how to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it without making uh, making it a situation where they can, um, like I said, use it against you. You don't want that. If someone departs from your company, don't bash them, especially in the public. A lot of times whenever you, um, a, a, a member might leave church or even a member might, uh, you might have somebody, a colleague or employee leave uh, 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 the company. The first thing people want to do is talk about it. First thing people want to do is, is, is bash the person that did it, especially in the church. Somebody leave the church, oh, they talk about them. The pastor talk about them. Don't do that because what that is is setting a negative, uh, a, a negative mindset for everybody else to hate that person. And that's not what it's about. It's not about hate. If everybody don't cook the same. My potato salad might not taste like your pit, uh, potato salad. But it don't mean that it ain't good. It just means that it ain't good to me. It might be good somewhere else. Somebody else might like it. So you, you can't criticize somebody else for leaving somebody else's church or for not being there or, and, and, and being able to, to, uh, to interpret their word and receive their word. So also, um, as you succeed, don't look down on people. You never know who you might need on your way back up, right? You never know who's going to pass you back up. You might be the boss now, and then next year you might be fired, and the person that you looked down on three years ago might end up being your boss, and you never know. You might need them to save your job. Never look down on people because of you, you feel like you're in a higher position in them. You might be the pastor. You might be uh, uh, the first lady or whatever the situation is. Just because you're in that position, nobody is promised tomorrow. Nobody's promised tomorrow. So don't ever feel like you're better than anybody. But always feel like you, you try to strive to be better than the person you was last year. Because a lot of times we get content in what we at today and we feel like, oh, well, we can't go no further. No. There's always room to improve, always room to grow. You have to grow. You cannot stay the same. God didn't, plan, God, God didn't intend us for us to stay the same. 
He cursed the fig tree for not being fruitful. You have to be fruitful and have to grow and give. Grow and give. That's the only way to keep going. If you cut off your blood circulation and you stop it, you cannot live. You have to keep it flowing and you have to keep it going. All right? If you don't know something, it's okay. So you don't have to feel embarrassed about it. A lot of times, like I said on uh, being intelligent, we, uh, we, uh, we don't ask questions because we feel like we, we might ask a stupid question. I was taught in school the only stupid question is a question that's not asked. If you don't know something, don't feel embarrassed about it, especially as a leader. And you got 300 people trying to follow you and wondering if you know something. Again, seek the information and make sure that the information that you're given is credible. Because it's really important. You don't know who's going through what in that situation. We got people going through divorces. We got people... Um, uh, going through depression, anxiety, thinking about committing suicide. They Amen. need comfort. And if you cannot give them comfort, they have nothing to stand on. They have nothing to live on. And they have nothing to go on. You might be the only life strand left. Not and you don't even know. You might be the only life strand left. And a lot of times we give up. We get the spirit of fear. We get the spirit, the spirit of, uh, of, of uh, discouragement. And I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to speak no more. I don't want to preach no more. I don't want to sing no more. You don't know who is watching you from the sideline that is relying on you because you are keeping them alive. One conversation can keep somebody alive. I have plenty of friends. It's crazy. Once I started speaking, I also have a podcast too. um, THSH Radio, Think Holly, Stay Humble. Uh, It's on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Y'all tune in as well. But... I um have uh, many friends that tried to um reach out with uh, reach out to me once I uh, started my podcast and was like, you know, you you really touching a lot of stuff on 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 depression and um, what it takes to 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 get through it. You know, I thought about actually committing suicide. I didn't want to do it no more. Like I didn't want to be here no more. And what you said kept me alive. And that right there, it it blew my mind because. It's not a lot of men that want to talk about their feelings and the pressure of being a man by itself. There's so many men out here that go through so much hard times, whether if you got to go through the point where you have to leave your family, you got to go on the road, or you got to be at a job for 14 hours a day, and you come home, and the only thing you want to do is go to sleep, and you got to wake back up in five hours just to go do it again, Monday through Saturday, and the only day you got off is Sunday, and you got to wash clothes, you got to cook, you got to do all these things and help out, you got five kids at the house. This causes pressure, and if you don't handle it in a certain way, you will crumble so that's why i said you cannot be emotional about your decisions because any decision that you make it has to go towards your purpose and that's the most important thing with being a leader what is your purpose why are you want to, why do you want to become a leader everybody wants to become a leader because they want to feel important that's why they have social media everybody wants to feel important everybody wants to take pictures oh i just took a shower what are you doing that's, that's, that's going to help me go to the next level? What is your purpose? Why do you want to be my leader? What do you bring to the table that can help me to strive and become the next person, a better person tomorrow? Why are you doing this? What makes you do this? What is your ambition? What is your purpose? What is your wants? What is your drive? Get closer to God. What, what, what do you want to do? What are you receiving out of this besides financial gain and attention? 
What, what do you want out of this? Let me know because I'm following you and I need to know. Because if you're leading me down the wrong path, I need to get off this ride right now before I end up crashing and I can't come back. My Lord. I need to know. Let me know what's going on. Because if you're following somewhere that I don't want to go and you're telling me lies that I can't follow ah. and, and, and track back, then I need to get off. Jesus. This ain't for me. This ain't for me. Let me know. So that's why you cannot be emotional about the decision that you make. I don't care what who says what, when, where, how. You cannot be emotional about the decision that you make. You have to make the right decisions, whether it's for your family, your business, your church, or even your life. Cut people that don't belong in your life. I don't care if it's, if it's the mom, the dad, sister, brother, husband, wife, whoever. If they don't bring peace, leave it. Your peace is priceless, and I say this all the time. Your peace is priceless. You cannot afford to be uh, a depressed. Depression can kill, kills quicker than cancer, kills quicker than, than, than COVID, kill, kills quicker than anything. Because the moment that you feel like you have no use, you're not going to want to be here no more. And the, most pe- the people that go through that the most, in my opinion, are pastors. They deal with everybody else's problem because everybody else brings their problem to them. And who do they have to vent to about their issues and their problems? Because they're still human. They're still human. They, they, they are still human. I had, I had a quote in here that says, um, where is it at? I said, um, most people don't want, to, uh, don't want you to teach them about God. They just want you to be God. Right? <laughs> so that really spoke to me. Because uh, 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 what nowadays in the church, uh, the members follow the pastor more than they follow the Bible. Whatever the pastor says goes, but they don't follow the Bible. And with you being a leader, you have to go back to that Bible. You have to make sure that your, uh, your followers know and your church know, if I'm not available, God is always available. He's one page away. One page away. And that's not saying that you can't call on me. I'm here for you. But always remember, read your Bible. Your peace comes right here. Your peace is right here. There's no, there's no other, there's no other greater peace than this peace right here. And this will answer any question that you have, no matter what it is. No matter what it is, whatever situation it is, it can always be tracked back to this. Always. No matter what it is, always. Um, and uh, I want to go back again uh, uh, to the third one. Being able to, uh, to adapt to change, right? Oh, being, able to, <laughs> being able to adapt to change. <laughs> being able to, uh, to adapt to change. Being able to grow within your situation, within your church. Being able to, being able to grow within your situation Amen. and in your church. Knowing when to separate yourself so you can elevate yourself. Amen. That's the most important. I'm going to say that again. Amen. Knowing, to, knowing, to, knowing, knowing when to separate yourself so you can elevate yourself. Being able to uh, sacrifice your wants for your needs, even though it may be uncomfortable at first. A lot of times we're afraid of fear. I mean, we're afraid of the, to go to the next level because of fear. Fear that we might not make it. Fear that we might not be successful. Fear that we might not grow or might not become uh, uh, as great as we want to be. Or great that we expect ourselves to be. Or even great that the church wants us to be. My Lord. So we have to get over that fear and just do our best. 
Steve Harvey made a book called Jump. I don't know if y'all read it, but sometimes you got to jump to see if you can fly. A lot of us have wings and we don't even know it. And we are scared, we're scared to, to, to jump because of the next person said they couldn't do it. Why they couldn't do it, I don't know, but I'm going to try. Just because they didn't open up a church and they didn't start a church and they didn't become pastor, they're going to put those fears inside of you and say that you can't do it. But you can do it and you did do it. Amen. Look where you are today. Amen. That spirit is what? Thank you, Lord. Also, <laughs> becoming comfortable and, 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 and grateful with the door that God has closed instead of complaining about the door that he didn't open. Mm. A lot of times we're complaining about that too. God will close the door and we're looking for a door to open but not realizing and appreciating the door that he closed. How many uh, jobs that you could have got that you didn't get that we didn't thank God for? How many people that came in your life that he walked out of your life that you're still worrying about and you're still wishing they would have came back? That's a door that was closed and that was meant to be closed and we're not realizing that there's a blessing in him closing the door because we're always looking for the blessing and the door opening. It goes both ways. You're worried about the glass being halfway uh, empty instead of being halfway full. That's a blessing in that. And you have to understand that and you have to accept that and you have to go with that. And also remember, every time God closes a door, he also opens up another one. This is your door. Amen. This is the, this is the greatest door that God can give you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Realizing when God closes... Oh, I said that one already. Look for ways to relax in your situation. Thank you, Lord. Whenever uh, pressure comes to you, with you being the leader, you have to have the spirit of calmness. You have to have, and that's important. Whenever the storm came when Jesus and the disciples was on the boat, and they came to him and said, Lord, the storm is, is, is going out of control. We need to stop the storm. And he looked at you and said, Eve, with uh, little faith. You could have been stopped the storm. Why didn't you? Why are you so, why are you so anxious? Why are you afraid? He calmed the storm down. Thank you, Lord. Relaxing your storm, because it's going to come. You're going to have a whole bunch of storms. You're going to have a whole bunch of people talking. You're going to have a whole bunch of people rumors going around. You have to settle in it. And don't feed into it. You have to relax in it. That shows strength. That peace. And that, that would stand to not speak back. Because you got to learn how to fight your battles. Not every battle is used to. Not every battle is worth your time. Not everything is worth your time to, to, to respond to. And it's okay to walk away. That's the greatest strength for you to walk away before you raise any hand or any fist or any weapon towards any situation. To walk away. Because what you got to lose is way more important than what they got to lose. Amen. And you don't want to be in their position because they want to be in yours. In the minute that you say something or you do something that's out of character or you say something back to them. Use them now, Lord. You, you, you're going to lose it all. That's right. And you don't want to be there. Amen. Because you're going to start from, uh, from, uh, from, uh, from, from square one. You don't want to start. You know what it took to get here. That's you a trailblazer. Right. You got people that's going to look up to you and that's going to want to be in your position. Thank some you. good, some bad. It's going to come. That's right. It's going to come. This is the responsibilities and these are the things that come with being a leader. Being a successful leader, a true leader. Because whenever you're a true leader, people hate that. They want to see you do bad. That's right. They want to take advantage of your mistakes. They want to see you fail. But you can't let them see you fail. You can't let them see you sweat. Even though it's hot. When you're in front of this light, it's hot. It sure is. It's hot. But you can't let them see you sweat. 
You can't let them see you sweat. Thank you, Lord. Another thing, too. Keep going. Thank you, You can't try to fix everything. That's right. Everything ain't in your control to fix. Thank you, Lord. You have to give it to God. Amen. Whatever God can't fix, time will. Whatever time can't fix, God will. Sometimes God won't fix it. Uh On purpose. Uh Uh-huh. On purpose because he want to see the, how you build with it and how you deal with it, mm-hmm. and it's meant for you to. It's meant for it to stay in your life, my lord. So it can build your character. Yeah. And when it's time for it to fall off, it'll fall off, my lord. You ain't got to worry about it. Keep going. But you can't. Lord. You can't sit there and dwell on it. God, please take this thorn out of my side. Go ahead. God, please take this thorn out of my side. Go ahead. God, please go. take this thorn out of my side. The thorn's still there. So what you gonna do? You gonna keep praying or you gonna keep walking? My Lord. Because it's there, you gotta learn to say to, to stay with your thorn and it can't you can't fix everything. My Lord. A lot of times it's men, and I don't I don't wanna make this a whole battle with me, but I'm a man, so I only can speak on men. You see what I'm saying? But uh a lot of times it's men, we try to fix everything with the wife, with the kids, the family, whatever. We can't fix everything. We cannot fix everything. We have to give it to God. We have to give it to God. It ain't, it ain't even in our power. We have to give it to God. What he what what we can't fix, he will. He will. Amen. You have to let it go, especially as a leader. You have to let it go. Do what you can do and leave it alone. Amen. If it don't fix today, leave it alone. If it don't fix tomorrow, leave it alone. People will show themselves to you. You don't even have to read them. You don't even have to see about it. People will show themselves yes, will. to you. My mom always told me, uh, uh, if a person show you who they are, believe, believe them, them the first time. That's right. The first time. That's right. The first time. Thank you. And Lord. if you let them take advantage of you the second time, that's your fault. You got to be in a position where they, they, whatever they're doing, it doesn't hurt you de- uh, detrimentally. And, and, and you can be able to uh, uh, still walk on with it. Carry it with it. Carry your cross. Amen. Because that makes you a child of God. Amen. God chastised those that are his children. Uh And so if you're not his children and you're not being chastised, you ain't got no questions. My God. You ain't got no questions to ask. People always think whenever you become saved and they looked at you, especially if if they catch you doing something you ain't got no business doing. They look at you and say, oh, I thought you were saved. I thought you was a child of God. They don't realize whenever you become saved, that's when you get hit the most with the weapons of the enemy. That's, That's when right. you get hit the most, the most, whether it's depression, uh, uh, envy, uh, uh, whatever it is, temptation, lust. That's when you get hit the most, the most, My Lord. the most, because the devil ain't checking for nobody that he ain't, that ain't doing nothing. He not going to rob an empty house. He not going to rob an old lady because she ain't got nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> he don't. He not. It's just it is what it is. He not. Amen. So that's where you have to have the full armor of God. And you Go got to stop fighting these, uh, these uh, spiritual wars yes. with, with, with physical weapons. Yes. You have to learn how to be able to, uh, to keep going, keep praying, keep your, uh, keep your, uh, 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 your word together. Keep praying, keep fasting, keep tithing. These are the weapons that we, we, we use to be able to fight back and to be able to show the love that we have for God. So as I say in my clothing, closing, I'm sorry, 
that uh, we need this leadership. Leadership is very important, um, especially when it comes to your pastor. And again, leadership is not about self-service. It's about serving others and making them feel empowered to be able to do the same thing. That's the main thing for leadership. The main thing for leadership. And again, whenever you're in front of a leader, especially um, during this time with the president election, and uh, we're we facing all these, these, these uh, turmoils and trials uh, for, our, for our president, we need somebody that's going to stand behind their, uh, their, their principles, that has good principles, first Go of ahead. all. They have Amen. good principles, yes. good morals, has respect for the people that's following them, yes. and be able to take responsibility of their actions. That's right. And that's not just the president, that's in all leaders. Because if I'm following you, I need to know what you can do that's going to help me become a better leader within me. Amen. All right. So, again, I want to thank y'all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for uh, having me up here to be able to speak. Again, my name is Kamal Cobrand. Uh, I also have a podcast, THSH Radio. Think Holly, Stay Humble. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. You can check me out. Um, if you want to reach me, I'm on Facebook, uh, K.O. Cobrand, uh, Instagram. Uh, I forgot my name on Instagram. But um, again, uh, you reach me. Pastor Harris has my contact information. <laughs> and um, again, I appreciate y'all, and I, I, I pray God bless y'all. And I'm so proud of uh, Pastor Harris, also my mother-in-law. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. Congratulations for your church. And uh, I'm here any way I can help. Um, anyway, you need me again. Amen. Thank you, y'all. Turn into the hand of presiding. Thank you, the hand of presiding. I'll turn into uh, the hand of presiding again. Thank you. We thank Brother Kamari. Kamal, messing your name up. Come on, you can dismiss. Yes, you can.